right, amigos family, we're back with another episode of the podcast, 2023. Welcome to the new year. This is your source of information and inspiration for all the great stuff that you're fueling down in Nicaragua. We're so happy you joined us. I'm here with uh, Iris. Hey, everybody. And, you know, we just wanted to kind of bring y'all some good news, some stuff to brighten your day that you're responsible for, just to remind you of all the good stuff that's going on. Um, And really, the cool part about today and about this episode being the new year is um, we have our annual report coming out. And we thought it would be cool to kind of share some of the good stuff that's been happening this year. Um, There's been significant progress that's been made towards the goals that Amigos has set um, for, you know, community development in rural Nicaragua. Um, Some very tangible goals have been met this year, and we'd love to share some of that with you. Um, But, you know, it all kind of boils down to that we've seen God's hand in the lives of so many people in so many different ways. And we'll share with you a few stories here, but just more than we ever could have imagined and so much good stuff to share with y'all. Yeah, Joey. And it's really neat because we have seen, I feel like, you know, as you've mentioned, we've seen a lot of progress happen. Um, But then also, as you've mentioned, we've seen a lot of ways in which we've seen God working and not only working in some of the blessings, but even working in some of the challenges. I know one of my favorite stories, this is mentioned, we've seen this in our blogs, and we've seen this on the annual report, was the story, I don't know if you remember, but of La Danta Aceradores and El Manzanillo. And that, yeah, that was when we had that one community, La Danta Aceradores, and we were digging, we're trying to hit clean water, and we kept having several failed attempts because of their proximity to the ocean. Um, And so we didn't know what to do. We're trying to figure that out. And then the idea came up. um, El Manzanillo is a neighboring community also in need need of water. And we were able to um, really just see the possibility. And then it played out where the water was able to be dug. Um, We were able to hit clean water in El Manzanillo. And then through the two communities uniting, build a water system for two communities. So it's kind of neat, you know, we'll have those situations in life. And we really got to see this with our projects in Nicaragua, where one, it started with one community that we were working with, we were facing some challenges and kind of in the midst of the challenges, um, some doors opened and these both, not only were both communities able to receive clean water, but both communities were united in this, um, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, I think with, uh, you know, La Danta Cerradores, there were about 30 families and then with El Manzanillo, drilling the well in their community and then combining it into one big water system. I think it's now serving almost double that. So that's amazing. Yeah. I think it's the first time um, in Amigos history that two communities came together for one water system. So, and because that's a possibility now, it's just like opened so many doors for, you know, we have a huge goal to bring clean water to every family living in the state of Chinandega we're going to have to get creative to do that. And I think this is one way that God showed us, like, this is a new path. There might be mm-hmm. some communities, who knows, maybe there'll be, there'll be like a huge water system that, that services more than two communities. Who knows what we'll run into, but 
I don't know. It's 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 just like it's another pathway that God continues to provide and show us that He's in on this and He's helping us out and He's got good things in store for the families in Chinadega. This has actually been one of my favorite things that I have seen kind of happen within Amigos over the past couple years, where, you know, mission groups have slowed down a little bit during um, the pandemic. But one thing that we have seen come from that is really Nicaraguans looking out for their neighbor, their um, fellow Nicaraguan. We've seen groups of Nicaraguan teams serving in other communities. And we've really seen just this idea of one neighbor loving their other neighbor. Um, So it is really neat to have seen these communities come together for this. And honestly, it's just one example, I feel like, of so many where um, we've seen neighbors helping out neighbors down in Nicaragua. Um, One of my favorites, I think, is Rancho Pondo, right, Joey? Yeah, so Rancho Pondo, many people listening probably remember that name. It was also called the Panda Ranch, I believe, at some point. Uh, We were making trips back in, I believe, 2000, maybe 12 or 13 about two and a half hours from Chinandega and helping them build their clean water system. And they've had tons of advancements since then, but there was a big drought this year and their location, they're so far North um, that they weren't able, they really were affected uh, and to the point of, they didn't have crops for themselves, I think. Um, and so what happened was, is other communities that were partnered with that were doing water systems in and that were doing microcredit loans in, they heard about this and they heard about it because our promoters, you know, they'll visit Rancho Pondo on Tuesday, but they might visit Miguel Cristiano on Wednesday and they were talking about it and they're like, so Rancho Pondo doesn't have fruit or vegetables. And they're like, no. And so this whole networking thing comes together and long story short, several other communities that we work in decided they wanted to come together and like just bless Rancho Pondo with a bunch of fruits and vegetables. And uh, so our promoters gathered it all up from them and took it to Rancho Pondo. And uh, they said, let's not sell this extra fruit. Let's give it to Rancho Pondo. I mean, it's simple, but like really significant. Yeah, I love the generosity. I think, you know, that is a, I feel like a point that's brought up a lot in the Bible is like, you know, it is one thing to give out of your gener, like out of your abundance, but it's another thing to be in a situation where, you know, maybe you don't have an abundant amount, but you're still willing um, and wanting. That's another part. I mean, they wanted to do this and we really just were the facilitators in it. Yeah. To one of the other ex, uh, bits of exciting news that we have in our um, annual report, and that is actually our Plan 7 graduations. Our plan really is um, to enter a community and then within those five years or the seven years that we're there to have five goals that we want to meet. And, you know, that's something that Everyone that kind of has been with Amigos gets to be part of. We get to see clean water come in. We get to see um, the clean air kitchens. We get to see a modern bathroom, kids going to school, income being increased. And all of that is so amazing. But I think one important part in it, too, is that there is an end goal. The end goal is for us to be out and for those things to continue. Um, 
And so that is where we have like our plan seven graduation. So to have had three communities graduate in this past year, I mean, honestly, I feel like I love the word graduation. It feels like we're getting to watch these communities go off on their own um, and do well and be thriving. And, um, and we really just kind of get to be observers of it now where we've been so invested, so involved. Um, so we have, you know, a lot of information about that in the annual report. We're celebrating alongside those communities. Um, and one other thing that I do want to mention about that, this, this came out in the annual report, and this is actually one of my favorite statistics that I saw in it. And that was that in the past year, we made 13,717 family visits. Okay. I don't know if everybody knows what that is or what a big deal that is, but basically what that means is, you know, when you look at a plan seven graduation and you see that we've been in a community for seven years and all these goals have been met, that during that seven years, there was somebody visiting everyone's home on a regular basis. And so not only are a lot of these goals being met, but these relationships are being built between us and community members. And so it to me, you know, that's another number on there, but that number to me holds so much significance because there is so much time that was being spent between families, between our promoters, really getting to know each other, really getting to know the needs of the community, really growing this relationship. So um, that was one of my favorite numbers on there. It was neat to see the graduation. Those are some of some of my favorite moments in that annual report. Yeah, I think um, all that stuff, like when when three communities graduate from plan seven, there are a you know endless amount of statistics and numbers and positive things that come from that. Like specifically this year, this past year, um, we test everybody, and the numbers that came back were that seventy seven percent of people their um, parasite pathogenic parasite numbers have been reduced by thirteen percent in one year. Um, and when you're dealing with bacteria and, and parasites and things that can spread really easily, things like drinking clean water, having healthy habits of like washing your hands and bathing and things like that, over time, that's what we have seen that really actually makes numbers like this decrease. And to know that, you know, this is actually helping someone prolong their life, have a better life, etc. So, I don't know. I think that's... I know it's super cool that that's actually tangible and real. I love that, Joey. And I think that um, the last thing I want to say about that, too, is just that and this has kind of come up a few times. But what's kind of behind the scenes is, you know, we'll talk about water and water is huge. I mean, in and of itself, having access to running clean water in and of itself is a immense life change but there are all these things behind the scenes that it also means in a country like Nicaragua where kidney disease is um, one of the the bigger concerns there you know having access to drink water more frequently is going to help and then in a country like this where um, parasites are a part of a lot of daily life being able to have clean water and, and being able to see these statistics where it shows that it is reducing 
the number of parasites in a family's home. It's, you know, clean, clean running water is amazing for so many reasons on the surface, but is also so amazing for so many reasons underneath the surface, such as health, such as short-term health, long-term health. Um, so it is, you know, and then the economic uh, impact that it plays as well. Kids being able to go to school, it really, um, it really has that domino effect. So it's neat to to get to actually see these numbers, see how it plays out, and um, and get to be part of it. Really. Yeah. Uh, well said. I hope you guys are encouraged by some of these numbers. Um, it's in direct relation to your support. You know, it takes money to do this stuff. It takes money to drive a well rig around rural Nicaragua. It takes money to um, send people out on in cars to go visit houses. It takes, you know, it's people know this, but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be happening. It wouldn't be possible without your support. So I hope that hearing some of this stuff reminds you that you're you're behind a lot of good stuff, and it's because of you. So thank you all for jumping back into 2023 with us here. And uh, we will see you very, very, very soon. We love you guys. Bye.